about Little Slice of Hell by Cleo Evans, a book that made me scream, for the love of God, where is the lube, too many times. As always, we will be talking about this book in its entirety, so if you don't want spoilers, pause the podcast, go read the book, and then come back here and enjoy the chat. If you don't mind spoilers, or you don't plan on reading the book, you can definitely still enjoy our talking about it here. I'm your host, Christine, and with me, as always, is your other host, Claire. Claire, mm, how about this one, huh? <laughs> well, first of all, one note I have to say is that when we're seven seasons into the podcast, mm-hmm. will people still buy that we're innocent readers? <laughs> I don't know. We've been called vanilla before, so uh, <laughs> I believe it. I think we're I reject less the label. Innocent. <laughs> i'll have you know i read a taboo dark romance last weekend you read an age gap it was it was taboo it was taboo i do love a good age gap romance <laughs> it was it was interesting i like um book. i, I read, read it in a day mm-hmm. it's, it's uh it's what's, quite good birthday girl birthday girl by, birthday girl by um, penelope douglas which i've heard i that's the only book i've ever read from her I know people have a lot of problems with some of her other books, but Birthday Girl is legitimately, like, good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, there were really no points where I was like, ooh. Well, maybe occasionally I was like, okay. <laughs> what do you, you gotta just go with it. You gotta roll with it. What are you gonna do? Um, <laughs> regarding the book that we're covering today, um, what it made me think of was... You know, when you are friends with a couple and yeah. you keep thinking, you, every time you hang out with them, you're thinking, I am not, I'm not going to give my opinion. I'm not going to, I'm Switzerland, <laughs> right? Because um, we have Dante and Peter and Dante is an incubus and Peter is a human. Mm-hmm. And I would say considering the story, they're both because they're matched up by a monster bartender, basically. That's the barista. That's, that's what he goes by. Yeah. The barista uh matches up humans and monsters. And considering their histories, I think Dante and Peter are both extremely well matched and extremely not well matched. <laughs> I this book was bizarre in the weirdest possible way like everything moves so fast and i it's oh yeah it's, it's an 86 page book whatever it's going to move fast but it moves fast in a direction that's like wait 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 wait. we need to have discussions before we do this <laughs> yeah i i think do check the trigger warnings before yes. you start reading them which i did not do <laughs> you need to read the trigger warnings there is uh, um, not like an active rape, but there's a lot of talk about rape and past sp- sexual assault. Yeah, um, and and also there's like some very aggressive, and I would say kind of violent sex. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, With so, no lube. Yeah, but if if you're sensitive to those topics, I would say mm-hmm. like I, I was a little bit 
not, I wouldn't say, um, what's the, what's the right word? I was uncomfortable during bits of the book, but that's, that's my own, I guess, sensibilities. Like I'm not saying don't read that or you shouldn't read books like this. I'm just saying interesting take. Yes. I do have um, the trigger warnings. Like I can read them out right now. The yeah. trigger warnings are just like a little, it's written in the way, a little letter by the barista. So it says, hello, my little monster loving creature. This is just a friendly reminder to make sure you check your triggers before reading. The story has bondage, tail fucking, consensual, non-consensual scenes, public sex, mentions of rape, and more. If those things are not for you, do not read the story. If those sound right, then maybe you need help. But then again, maybe I do too. Sincerely, the barista. So we can get into the story, but the thing with like, the thing I want to highlight is the consensual, non-consensual scenes thing, because clearly you can have a consensual, non-consensual sex scene, but it is something that you have to decide that you're doing ahead of time. And that is the thing that the book does not do. It just goes into it. And it's like, wait a second. There, if this, if you were gonna do this scene, you should have talked about it beforehand, but you've only known each other for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's something with I think BDSM representation, which I mean I'm by no means an expert, but I, experts, I remember but... when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, uh people were commenting on the fact that people have a misconception that BDSM doesn't have a lot of talking and consent and stuff like that. Um, there's so much communication in BDSM. Yeah, there's that's the point, right? If you're doing something so extreme, you you need to have it's it's an ex- exercise of trust. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. From yeah. from what I've heard as well, from <clears throat> I, I have I I knew someone who uh, went to like a sex club kind of hmm. uh, thing, and the way she explained it to me, there was like. A, a lot of trust and discussion with the partner that she had so much mm-hmm. um and 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 yeah i don't i mean i didn't ask for more details because i necessarily <laughs> want to know everything but yeah i don't i don't think this book makes a mistake in the representation but it does leave that part out it is it is uncomfortable like if if people are interested in like violent Mm-hmm. kind of extreme scenes and i don't want to read the consent part that's fine i think for myself from personal preference and kind mm-hmm. of like personality kind of way it that part bothered me a little bit because basically <clears throat> to explain the point of the plot uh you have this incubus dante and you have this human peter and they're they want to find a partner mm-hmm. and they meet at the bar right away and i think they don't even fully drink their drinks before they're out into the park having sex speak like four sentences to each other yeah and then they go to dante's house and like have very kinky sex and then there's like a kidnapping that happens and then they have more kinky sex and that's basically it everything happens in like a little bit more than 24 hours Mm -hmm. and i mean we can get into it there are some there's some ways in which dante didn't properly communicate exactly what he meant no and i think that's where i wasn't a big fan yes because it wasn't that it's not that i need a book to show me like explicit scenes of these things being discussed beforehand it's just that the timeline of this book made it so that it was impossible that they have ever had a conversation about what they wanted and didn't want 
and, and also mean? there's really no conversation that it goes so fast and the, the point is to say that they fell in love with each other right which is i did impossible. not feel them no, fall in love they, with each other because they only have sex in the book and it's just that's also chemistry. like yeah like, it should have been maybe pure the the plot maybe didn't need i mean we have we we have a and we talked about the prologue, uh, epilogue, uh, the ending epilogue, scene, the epilogue. Yes, yes, the yes. epilogue together. Um, which is which so random not... and dumb. <laughs> I was so bad. I wouldn't say dumb. I just, I mean, spoiler alert. I really don't fucking like the pregnancy trope. And yeah, and you wouldn't didn't feel like it, it properly book, fit. But yeah, 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 it, absolutely. It came in. Um, yeah, okay, let's get into it, and then we can, we'll get into more of what, we, yeah, yeah. what we're doing. Okay, so, first of all, Dante, I guess, is bisexual, um, because the barista's like, what do you, you know, what do you want? Male, female, does it matter? Doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Cap. Cool. Bisexual king. Great. Um, he's awesome. a 10,000-year-old incubus. So, he is a demon, and then he's essentially, like, he tells the barista, you know, like a, that he has dark tastes essentially and like kind of goes into it and the priest is like you know you can just like hire someone if that's what you're looking for that's not what i do and he's like no i want that plus love basically but i'm questioning why the barista thought oh you're like you like dark stuff i'm gonna match you with a human who has been sexually assaulted well spoiler alert they're fucking mates so i guess he did all right but yes i agree i i did not it, it was too short for the mate thing to make no, sense to me. i'm very sorry <laughs> Is they essentially it, used the mate thing as like, uh, this is why it's able to happen so fast because they're mates, and it's like, okay, but it still doesn't make sense. <laughs> I I, th- I think I think we could have had like maybe twenty thirty more pages of the book. It wasn't really that long. You could have had more pages so to include some. You you I had a little bit of whiplash mm-hmm. with how things were going, and at the very beginning um the the barista is saying oh i can match everyone even the psychopathic yes so she was like i don't think psychopathic people should be matched with people i think they should be matched with therapists yeah or at least other monsters because like you're matching these monsters up with like humans that don't have like extra strength or like you know what i mean like you're basically handing them victims (laughs) i don't know if that's yeah, how do you know well, that no one is going to ever abuse the system and be like, no, 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 right. I, I I want a serious relationship, and then they, they don't. And then they don't, right. They're just looking for a victim, right, exactly. Um, but also Dante saying, oh, I, I want someone that I'm going to love, not mm-hmm. a sexual slave. But he never really treats <laughs> Peter in a romantic way. He treats never. him in a possessive way. He treats mm-hmm. him in a very sexual slave way. But I don't think he ever treats him in, like, a romantic way. There's no, like, he says, I love you. But there's no part of the book that makes it seem like he loves him. At all. Yeah. And also he says at the very beginning, oh, I want to make them immortal. But that's mm-hmm. never mentioned again at the end. He does mention it really quickly to Peter once. Like, oh, by the way, you'll be immortal. But, like, how... What's That's the process? What's like, what's the mortality just, look like for I Peter? This, I had the exact same question about the pregnancy. It does not get answered. <laughs> yeah, there's a pregnancy at the end, FYI. Oh, we'll get to it. Okay, so right off the bat, I was like, what is wrong with you, barista? Because he set... <laughs> he set the first... Okay, this is the quote. 
All right, I'll see what I can do. Your date will take place next Monday at 9 a.m. sharp. Don't be late. I hate it when dates are late. Your human will be wearing a navy scarf and will be seated by the painting of the Minotaur. Uh, 9 a.m. is a real fucked up time for a first date. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. 9 yeah, that's not great. No! <laughs> but also, if the date goes badly, you can just go, I have to go to work. Bye. You know what? I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Bye. Uh, have you never had a date like that where you're like sure it was going to go so well you blocked out yeah. like a chunk of your time yes. and then you get there and you're like oh god he's awful <laughs> oh absolutely and I was like I gotta go <laughs> bye yeah I pretended I asked a friend to call me with like a pretend emergency once uh-huh. he saw right through that he kept saying the entire time like it's yeah. it's okay if you want to leave and I was like no 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 she really has <laughs> Uh, it was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. It was it was young and I was an idiot. Do not, yeah. you know, just be honest. Just leave. Unless like, you think hey. you're not going to be safe. Right. Unless you're, you know, otherwise just be like, hey, I don't, I don't think this is working out, but it was nice to meet you. Like, <laughs> bye. Yeah. But uh, basically we jump straight ahead to Peter arriving mm-hmm. at this the is- bar. I don't think that her writing, Cleo's writing, is is bad, but there were, like, parts in it that where it was just, like, very info-dumpy that I, I always hate when there's an info-dump. Like, he's sitting there at the table waiting for Dante to show up, and he just thinks to himself, I had short, dark hair, brown eyes, and skin that tanned when Summer decided to grace us with sunshine. I was tall for a human, and strong also for a we human. We should have the description from Dante's... Right, human, why, are you, why are you telling us what you look like? That doesn't make sense to me. It just, it felt really rushed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's, that's the thing with novellas, right? You're gonna have novellas where you're like, you should have done a full book, like sure. you're you're cramming too much and you have novellas are very rushed very quickly because it's more about like the the instant gratification of it and then you have like novellas that are like incredibly well paced within like um yeah. 100 pages or so absolutely and the, this the thing was interesting in this one it was this shouldn't have like the the plot quote-unquote and this was like so hastily thrown together it should have just been like a slice of these two and then erotica like it, it should have just left the plot out altogether, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it would have it would have been fine with just the the erotica, which I mean, again, I'm going to reiterate I, that it didn't work for me. So my opinion of the book is obviously yeah. going to be a little bit negative. But I, I, it's honestly that's that's the thing that I'm conflicted about is that I, the story and the sex did not work for me. Mm-hmm. However, it did not make me angry the way some of the books that we really hated has have made me feel because the the writing wasn't the the writing didn't you know it it didn't Mm -hmm. feel terrible or like you know one way or another it didn't really stand out to me in in a peculiar way um and i was more like uncomfortable with the sex i guess and the choices the, the 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 choice to have Peter, who's a victim of sexual assault, being in, in a situation that is very BDSM-y, although I don't really like to use the term because I don't really fully think that it's meant to be BDSM, um, without any indication that Peter has any predilection for it. Yeah, exactly. Like um, He he never really says, I, I guess it's possible that like it, it, he is meant as wanting those things. Yeah secretly but that's never really communicated to us so that's why occasionally i was a little scared yes yes there's there's a lot of stuff in here that's just kind of thrown out that like it's like wait what why why oh and dante has a tail 
Dante has a tail and it works like a dick. Uh, obviously. I like, I like <laughs> no, I, I, I remember when I saw it in Cruel Prince, I was like, nope. <laughs> I honestly, I love that series. Like, I love the Folk of the Air series, but oh. I agree. I was like, ooh, he has a tail. I don't want that. Get out. I don't like it. But I so, didn't hate the series, but I wasn't. Yeah, you weren't super into it. I really liked the series. I thought it was well done. But um, basically, I was confused because at one point, you know, he's like, I know about monsters, but monsters aren't like out in the open. Like normal people don't really know them. But then they're just like at a coffee shop. And he like, I wrote down this quote. It was like, I lingered in the doorway for a moment. And then someone coming in behind me growled. I glanced over my shoulder nervously. Didn't even bulk at the scared uh, the scaled blue dragon man with wings and then went in trying desperately to hold on to my sanity. I thought creatures weren't out in the open. Like I'm just very confused about this world. Well, I think it's because Dante at some point, he mentions that he uses some form of glamour to hide right, can his every true monster form. do that? Um, I guess so. Huh. Interesting. I don't think um, this book is a bad idea. Like, I kind of like the concept of it. Aside from you were like, I think the barista is a pimp and that made me laugh. Uh, I hadn't really yeah. thought about it that way. <laughs> but there's like but I didn't like it. One, one, one moment that I have like right here in my notes that kind of exemplifies really why the, the pacing was a little bit jarring. And like the tone mm-hmm. of the book was like, I, I, I don't, I didn't understand it. Again, that's probably just me. Yeah. Um, But at some point, Peter kind of like drinks his coffee mm-hmm. and does a little mm. mm-hmm. the table shifted a little bit a hand suddenly wrapping around my throat my eyes flew open my nose practically touching dante's i could see the tips of his fangs his lips close to mine mm-hmm. um what <laughs> Be- basically dante was turned on by the moan that peter did mm-hmm. tasting his coffee yep and so he's Grabs him by Strangles him, chokes him in public, and I was like, huh? Why? Yeah, it doesn't really get explained. Like, why would you why would you do that? And then also, why are you so into it? Like, I didn't like Dante. I didn't really like Dante. I actually uh in a different situation, I might have liked Dante. But I didn't like Peter very much. I know I... he's technically a victim in this, but I found him annoying. <laughs> I, I think I think I don't want to victim blame. <laughs> I don't want to victim blame. I'm not blaming. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Blaming. I know. I I know. I just I feel like there's no way I can criticize Peter without feeling like I'm he like annoying, I'm victim blaming. He was annoying. Um, uh, I did want to point out this really funny thing. So I read that quote where the barista was like, "Meet him at the table under the minotaur," right? And then it comes up with. <laughs> this is the quote i went back to a small table that was beneath a massive painting of a minotaur being blown so it's not just a picture of a minotaur it's literally a minotaur getting a blowjob just in a cafe in a cafe cool um and then dante kind of describes what he wants and Mm -hmm. the wording the tone or the wording you know made me uncomfortable in a way that or it didn't work for me in a way that I couldn't quite put my finger on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want someone I can love, someone I can control. <clears throat> okay. Someone that can be my pet, that will let me do all the things I want to do with them. I take delight in violence and giving pain, but I also take delight in giving the most painful, pleasurable pleasure possible. Uh, I'll be honest, that pitch would not 
sell the product to me. No, no. I I would need it to be very clear that like I what you is it like, a kink or is it like a an actual control? That's what situation? I'm saying. Like I need it to be clear that what the kink the sex stuff we're doing is separate from our just our lives that we're living. Yeah, because like, you're saying I want to control you. I want you to be my pet. Right, like all the time. Do you want time? a sex slave? Do you or, want a, a home? Right. right, or or do you mean like this is? The, I wish the way it had been put is like either you know I'm kind of dominant in my life, but like the the painful stuff will be during sex, or mm-hmm. I'm very dominant during the rest of our lives and like during our relationship, right. and this is just how I like to conduct relationships. But it's right. it, it didn't feel very clear, and then. He kept kind of going, you know, he kept kind of love bombing him a little bit and just going, yeah. you're mine now. And yeah, once so- we do this, you know, they just they just got their drinks. And he's like, right. once we do this, it's, you know, we're he doesn't even say it's forever. That's the thing, because like right. what Dante means is if you agree to have sex with me right now, you are mine forever yes but he doesn't say it that way so you you could forgive peter for thinking she's just being intense yeah like there's not really enough of an informed consent right because he's not telling he's not really telling peter what he's signing up for forever like he there's no discussion of like this is what it's gonna be like the wording is answer me now this is the cliff, and once you fall, I will be—I will forever be the only one that can catch you. Mm-hmm. This is also said like ten minutes after they met. Like, yeah, I'm going to need a little and bit it, more time to figure out if I want this. <laughs> and but also that phrasing doesn't imply we're together forever. Right. Right. It's your mind. I have another quote because so they like they they get coffee and as soon as they get the coffee dante's like let's go for a walk we're we're just gonna leave our coffees here and so never go to a second location never go to a second location location. (laughs) never go to a second location stay at the coffee place or the bar like right i know so where the barista is there and has presumably your best interest at heart right and the barista does seem to have like protectiveness of the people he's setting up so like yeah i don't that was stupid but uh so dante takes him and why as well because they go to a park to have sex yeah and then immediately go home it's like there's still people can they can see you in the park and even that scene i I understand you know uh the the kink of public sex like i read neon gods i get it um but the part where they're like oh there's a, a woman jogging past who yeah, sees what we're doing i don't love that because i feel like no, that's not public consensual. sex it has to be consensual mm-hmm. on both parts like the public has to right. if you're in a place where no one is seeing you and you like the thrill of maybe getting caught that's something different that's different yep but if you want to have sex in public with, around other people and stuff like that i feel like the other people should have a say in it yes, yes. And because i, I don't want yes. to just walk around and see a penis Right. Or, and I, you know, I, a pair of boobs or something that I haven't exactly. consented to seeing. Right. I want to be able to make the decision to view that if I want to. Uh, I don't want it just thrown on me. That's not consensual. But I did think, because I've read Neon Gods as well, and they do, that book does it very well, where it's like everybody is there. And it and that is, those scenes are very hot because yeah, she, of how well There's a lot of consent. And there's even a scene in Neon Gods where she changes her mind. 
he immediately picks up on it. He's like, yes. you're not comfortable. We're not doing mm-hmm. it. We're, what do you want to do right now to take back the control of right. the situation? Right. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I found that to be like a big turn on. Me too. Um, but in, the, in this book, again, like it's 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 probably like a very niche specific taste. Mm-hmm. So again, don't judge anyone for, but no. you know, for the sake of discussion, because that's what we do in this podcast, we yeah. just ask very mundane questions. <laughs> Monster Smart is. I feel like the jogger woman should have, you know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't love that. Been I, able I, to I, consent. I don't mind the public sex at all, but yeah, you need to be the people who are watching need to consent too. What if there's a kid? I write like we don't need to. Eh. I'm not the kind of person too who's like, we need to protect our children, but like, that might be taking it a step too far. No, no, no. F- FYI, you know, like, we're not about to say, like, don't take your kids to drag shows. Take your kids no, to No, no, take your kids to drag shows. But, yeah. Drag shows are fun. I wish I could have gone to a drag show as a kid. <laughs> as a kid, Jesus. that would have been so fun. Yeah. No, that's not what we're getting at. <laughs> um, But I wrote down this quote from them in the park. So Dante says, you're mine now, I said, the possessive side of me slipping free. I knew the moment I saw you. Was it I've, ever caged? Yeah, you've never put tucked that away. I've been searching you, for you for thousands of years, and now that I've found you, I will never let you go. Like, okay, Dante, you but, met this guy um, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, and what is it about Peter that you like, other than the fact that he has a vulnerability? You have, you met him 10 minutes ago. You know nothing about this person. You're attracted to him sure he's attracted to you fine but like what also that's a lot of commitment for having known someone for 10 minutes also dante bites him at some point and says the bite it had just given him would make him feel high on pleasure it was addicting and i was like did you communicate to your partner that you had just drugged him right no he doesn't know that's what i'm saying none of this is like technically technically it's consensual but also there's no communication happening that's saying I mean, look what's it's going consensual because the author knows it's consensual yes 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 but that's not what we do here at this podcast <laughs> yeah no absolutely i don't i don't i don't think i don't think the book was meant in any wrong way i think it's one no. of those taboo kind of mm-hmm. eh, yeah pushing the limits a little bit um but it's definitely not gonna be for everybody no so what he does basically is he's like do you want this and he like reaches into his pants and starts like stroking his dick and then with his his... tail no he slips his tail behind and up into his starts fucking him with his tail um and yeah i wrote down the heart shaped yeah it's it's like um yeah, like a spade, basically, like on, on a playing cards. But uh, I wrote down, the taboo of fucking in public made him even harder. I watched with a devilish smirk as a woman jogged past us, her mouth falling open as she realized what we were doing. Does she see the tail? This is another thing where I was like... No, 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 that's that's why I was wondering. I was like, what what is she seeing other than... Well, right. she's probably seeing people kissing and, like, touching each other's... I guess I wouldn't if if I just saw people making out in public I'd be like get it like that that doesn't bother me uh I don't want to see people fucking in public no if I saw if I saw anyone giving anyone a a blowjob or a handjob in public I'd be like "Mm." because I complained about that the other day it wasn't a blowjob situation in public but my boyfriend and I were having um tacos in the park Uh and it was a day where there was like a a race going on in the city 
And so we had like a bunch of, it had just finished. You had a bunch of joggers mm-hmm. kind of like walking through the city and being like noxious about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you do marathons, like, fuck you. <laughs> no, I don't have anything against. It's just like, it's anyway, jogger mentality. This guy mm-hmm. jogs through the park. I'm going to oh, say right. this is a park that has a lot of kids, mm-hmm. right? We could see the playground from where we were. And he kind of goes, he jumps into the bushes, straight view from us, and pees in the bushes. Mm-hmm. I was like, you, you could, first of all, this is a crime. <laughs> yeah, you can't. There's a public toilet, public. like, two minutes the other way. Mm-hmm. Either hold it or go to that toilet. Don't pee, like, with an eyesight of actual children. Um, I don't care if you're a man, a woman. No, don't do that. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't flip your genitalia in public, and don't you know have sex in public because it's just. Yeah, I think don't take out your genitalia in public is probably a, a just a good general. <laughs> I don't understand how like any of the magic in this book works because like he fucks him with his tail in the park and then. I wrote down this quote. I nodded and in one swift motion swept the six foot three man into my arms. I could hear the shouts of humans, but I threw up a glamour. They would never find the two of us. Did you not have a glamour before? Also, did you just make yourselves invisible? Like, I don't understand what's happening here. (laughs) Well, also, if you could just glamour yourself, why didn't you glamour yourself from the beginning instead of leaving, like, a bunch of people traumatized that they might have witnessed a kidnapping and not being able to stop it? (laughs) Raven kidnapping yeah it's like what but then he dante says again like you belong to me peter did you not understand my warning in the park like i was like you didn't explain jack shit right you said <laughs> you said a cryptic warning about something that like we falling off a cliff at all, and then that you were supposed to understand everything that that meant like no that's wild uh, but so he takes him back, he puts him in his fancy car and takes him back to his, like, big gothic mansion outside of town where he lives with roommates, which was confusing to me. <laughs> I was like, this is a guy who clearly has, like, all the money in the world, and he's got two roommates in his gothic mansion. Yes, if you're immortal and you so. can do whatever you want with your day, you might want some company. I, I don't know, because Dante it. doesn't seem like he likes them. <laughs> no, he doesn't seem like he likes his roommates at all. Uh, also, I just feel like, I don't know, like, you could you could go see your friends and still live by yourself. He's not a vampire. Yeah, you can have like, a bunch of houses. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can have a bunch of houses next to each other. Right, know. exactly. I don't know. It was, it was weird to me, but... Uh... And then he kind of says, like, you're my mate, he said harshly, his voice rough and commending. Mm-hmm. He took a step back, glaring down at me. He thought I was rejecting him, I realized. Do you know what that means? A mate, he hissed. Why did the air suddenly feel colder? This made me really uncomfortable. Because me too. He, Peter is like, oh God, he thinks I'm rejecting him. But when you're rejecting someone and their attitude is to say, you are mine. That's not healthy. I'm I mean, he's a demon, so like, he's not gonna be healthy. But like, still, it's, come on. Come on. No, I'm with you. Like, I, he wrote, I, I wrote down this quote, this instant connection is because you're my mate, he whispered. I'm not sure that you, either of you have known each other long enough to even recognize a connection. Do you know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you had sat at that coffee shop and talked for three hours. Well, if mates only happen there... once, how do you recognize the feeling? Right, right. So if you had sat at the coffee shop 
which I had my first date with my husband at a coffee shop. We sat there for three hours and then you're like, okay, I have a connection with this person. I feel like that is instant enough to say I have an instant connection. Spending five minutes sitting across from each other, barely saying anything, and then fucking- They just said, this is what I want in a in a sex relationship. They didn't really tell each other much else. There's not enough time to have a connection with somebody in that short of much time. Like, there just isn't. Also, it's kind of lucky that the barista matched together two people that just happened to be mates. Yeah, the barista is very good at what he does. <laughs> how did he- I want to know how he matched- uh, you know, it, it's a it's a plot Maybe we'll device. Get I get into it. The, the barista later because this is a long series, but um, but I, he's Dante is so dramatic. He's so dramatic. Okay, but I I have to see this quote because it's like right when they're you know pulling up and they get out of the car and Dante says, "Uh, let's go inside." He said softly, "I'll show you the bathroom." I let out a little moan as he tugged me with him, leading me towards the stairs to the black painted porch. What happened here that was worth a moan? <laughs> Cause no no because I think I'll show Dan- you the bathroom. Because Dante was like, "You're gonna clean yourself up, and I'm gonna fuck you some more." So I'm guessing Peter was like, "I guess You're fucking." It felt weird to me. <laughs> but then he introduces him to his roommates. He just goes, "This is my mate, Draken, uh, Draken." He's yeah. talking to his friend, his roommate, and I advise you to be kind, or I will take your life. And and Peter thinks that was that was dramatic. I thought, well, that's because it, it is. It it's is very dramatic. dramatic. <laughs> you Dante's so over the day to your roommates, like you've known your date for maybe an hour. I'd be like, this is At my mate. Most... I will kill you for him. <laughs> no, but like an hour. Count like the drive yeah. and, and all that, right? Like yeah. it's a, it's a big drive. You get out of town and stuff. You you get from your like the die guy I just met. If you do anything to him, I will fuck you up. <laughs> Like, I don't even know what his last name is, but I will <laughs> fucking kill you for him. <laughs> so, yes, uh, you know, no one's, um, oh god, <laughs> no one's gonna do anything, Dante. <laughs> right, you're fine, your roommates are fine, you're gonna be By fine. By the way, your therapist is called, you haven't been there in four weeks. <laughs> oh, Dante, you do need a therapist. Uh, probably yes and peter also he's peter i think i mean he does say he i think he's, needs a therapist. i think he says he has gone through therapy at some point mm-hmm. um i don't think he's gone to enough he might need to go he might need to go back um there is so we get the weird dick here soon they basically go into the bedroom and um and dante gets peter very hard and then is like you're i'm gonna leave the room and you're not gonna touch yourself essentially um, yeah. But what he's doing is like hiding in the shadows, watching him to see when he'll he'll eventually touch himself. But anyway, so that was the said, only point where it was like, Peter, you absolute idiot! You're an idiot. Every, How every... do you not know that this is what's going to happen? He's right. doing this on purpose. He's an incubus. Have you yes. done any research at all? <laughs> if the barista, the barista presumably said you're meeting with an incubus, I would right. go to Google and check stuff like, oh, they can hide in shadows. I don't right. know. Like so far disregarding Dante's like order mm-hmm. out of all the things that you've seen about Dante so far has any of his behavior indicated that this is a guy who takes disobeying lightly right right you like everything you know of him which is admittedly very small but like what do you think is gonna happen he just threatened to murder his roommates because they hadn't even said hi to you and he was like in case you wanted to be a dick to him he choked you because you liked your coffee 
<laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass, Peter. Jesus. Oh my god. Uh... But, so he's watching him from the shadows and he pulls out his dick, Dante. And this is where we learn that he has a because 13... he gets to masturbate. Mm-hmm. He has a 13-inch hard <laughs> cock with the same ridges his tail has. Uh, and I and he can have read... as many orgasms in a row. Oh yeah, as he you wants. just keep going. Um, I wanted to read what I wrote after. So the the official quote because I made myself laugh writing this down, but it said my 13 inch hard cock had the same ridges as my tail, and I just wrote it's a baker's dozen. I don't know why that made me laugh. 13 inches is ridiculous. I I mean, look, people have explained to us uh, the attraction of big dicks. Um, sure. I, I still don't get it. <laughs> I like a good average dick. I mean, like, a, a dick on the larger side is great. I mean, look, as long as you're, like, at the very least a grower. Yeah. It's fine. I, I just don't want something that is going to slip off my hands in the dark, and then I'm not going to be able to find and it again. And then you can't find it again. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I understand. Where's the pickle? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was... I was not expecting that from you. That was a thought I've had before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, it's so dumb. But so his punishment for, obviously, he jerks off because he has no self-control, I guess. I don't know. It seems dumb. Like, he was only standing there for a couple minutes. Yes. Um, I guess I guess maybe Peter was like, he's going to punish me. <laughs> he wants the punishment, which is, is fine. But, like, it's, it's fine. But, again, none of y'all have discussed, like, Right, you don't what know what he's going to do to punish you. And, again, like... I just finished reading a book called uh, Praise by Sarah, Sarah Kate, I think is her name. And um, it has this kind of relationship, but it's like, literally, she like fills out a form that's like here from one to five here's here's how comfortable I am with all it's like five pages long with just like everything that we could possibly do, like, (laughs) right up front. And let's take a really quick break. And we'll be right back. Okay, so his punishment for masturbating which is exactly what he knew he was gonna do is to tie him up in like a really elaborate rope situation and then hang him from the ceiling over the bathtub um which, which I mean, it's convenient that he has all of this stuff already <laughs> it felt very painful in the mm-hmm. way like i mean maybe that was the point where dante was a little bit more if something starts to hurt or something doesn't feel right let me know he does say something about that, like in the he, yeah. well, you know, occasionally, yeah. <laughs> occasionally Dante will accidentally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the thing is, we learn at some point after that, after being tied and forced and stuff like that, and and, and you know, Peter is like a little bit emotional after mm-hmm. it. He kind of unravels a little bit, and Dante is like are you okay for five minutes? I'm going to get you food and stuff and come back. It's probably the only time where I'm like, okay, Dante, you're you're being a good Yeah, we need some after dominant. care here. And so that's good. Yep. But then Peter starts crying and basi- basically explains, well, I, I was raped by a vampire mm-hmm. when I was younger. I thought it was like, you know, twilight levels of, of romance. And then he raped me and cut open my throat <laughs> and left me for dead. And I think, like, both Peter and Dante are, like, really wrong in this situation that Peter should have most definitely disclosed this mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah. And Dante should have definitely inquired about it beforehand. Well, yeah, because, he, you know, he doesn't 
in this situation, Dante doesn't know if he's going to do something that would trigger... Like, Dante bites him. That's how an incubus eats. And it's like, the vampire ripped open his throat, presumably with his fangs. So, like, it's probably something you want to talk about ahead of time, because, like, that's Well, especially if you have a human who seems pretty vanilla. Peter comes off as pretty kind of, like, innocent, in a way. And and you're like, okay, he's seeking out monsters. He seems very nervous and stuff like that. Maybe I should inquire as to why he has a preference for mm-hmm. monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But no, they don't talk about anything. Going back to the rope thing really quick. Yeah. It's it's all fine. He like he like hangs him up above the uh bathtub and then fills the bathtub and Dante like washes him basically while he's hanging there on the ropes. But like wet ropes feel like they would be so fucking painful. Like I'm not super into the elaborate <clears throat> tying up anyway. Like tying up is is fun for sure. Like getting some handcuffs but like for me personally the like elaborate knots and ropes and stuff just doesn't do anything for me. But it's fine. It's like what if it does it for you that's great. But I just feel like hanging there with wet ropes around you would be so painful. I had a girl message me on Bumble many, many years ago. Uh, and basically her opening was that she wanted to try rope play. Oh. And she was like, do you want to do it with me? I was like, I am definitely not going to try that with a stranger on the <laughs> internet that did not even say hello to me before. Asking yeah, if they could tie me yeah. up. I mean, that feels, yeah. Like there's a ninety percent chance that when I show up, you're a fifty year old man ready to like right, and you are lock me up me with up dolls, and murder me. Yes. <laughs> but no, when when you. he gets Peter into the bathroom, though, he pushes him so that his knees hit with a crack. Yes. Yeah. I did not like that. It's no. I, and again, pain play is. Fine. Is it part of pain play, or because I I, I kept I kept feeling that. I've I've read pain play before, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's that's fine. Some, sometimes it can go really really far. But I was like, is this one going far with pain play, right? Or is it switching into something else, a little bit more intense, right? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm not an expert on pain play and sort of the relationship that you have there. But I guess there's degradation. There's a degradation. Yeah, degradation. Yes, but I don't. I don't know. It seems to me like aside from that one piece that we get where Dante is like, I'm going to get you food, blah, blah, blah. He he doesn't ever show the other side of the Don sub relationship where he like is because the whole point is like you're, you, you're breaking this person down in a sexual manner, but then you take care of them. Like you truly take care of this person. And it just seems like Dante doesn't actually care very much to take care of Peter. Like he doesn't care if he's hurting in like a fun sexual way or if he's just hurting him he doesn't give a shit yeah he seems to be so excited that he found someone that he kind of like jumps into he doesn't Mm -hmm. he doesn't seem to see the relationship as like a two people kind of thing but more of a me and my partner yeah kind of thing yeah yeah totally yeah which if you're into it Mm -hmm. more power to you but but that scene, honestly, I I, I kept I have one of my notes. It's just like this is just too mean. What is it? No, it's just that's that's why I kept writing about it oh, because oh, oh, you oh. know it's it's kind of you know uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove my cock straight into your mouth. Like he that's the thing. He shoves his cock straight into his mouth. The Peter screams, chokes on it. He holds him there. And then he says, if it gets too much, you need to pinch me. You can scratch me. You can try to hit me. But 
if you want me to stop, you're going to have to pinch me. I feel like you should say that to the person before you've shoved before! your cock into them. Yes, and I do think that there is, like, a safe word at one point. I don't know if I wrote it down, but, like, there is a safe word at some point. that get, But it's, like, so off the cuff that it's, like, I don't know, that should be more. I would have found it interesting if there was, like, a whole prep, you know. Yeah. The whole, they... like, let's talk about consents, let's talk about safe words. This is this is how it's going to happen. This is, you, you can know. make it sexy. I have read it awesome. being made sexy before. And Neon Gods made it sexy. Neon Gods made it so sexy. I, I really love that book. And if anyone hasn't read that, it's by Katie Robert, which we did The Dragon's Bride for our second episode and did not like it. And I remember at the time being like, but you got to read Dark Olympus because she is a good writer. It's just oh, oh, no, no. Neon Gods really put me back on the Katie Roberts train. Oh, yeah, I was just good. like, I don't think her monster smut is for me. No. Uh, but Neon Gods was fun. I mean, it's... <laughs> if it had uh, been any longer, I would have been eager for it to finish. No, it's the perfect length, I feel like. I think like, it's it's a good length. It has like a decent mm-hmm. has a decent plot. It the second goes one's fun too. You're gonna quickly. like the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one, I, I'm I'm into I I'm into it and it never felt but I, I I guess for some people it could be a vanilla way of of representing kind of kink. It is, I think, in that world sort of more more minor, but it's still like it's still pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah um but yeah there's a bunch of do you have specific quotes in mind for the the rest of the bathtub scene no i don't have anything else i was just like oh, they're just hurt. Ow. he's crying a lot yeah and um, then he info dumps about the vampire that raped him which is like it was so jarring because you get no he hasn't like been thinking about it you get no nothing except that he's crying, well obviously he and was then all of a triggered like, by the situation yes, so you're like yes <laughs> it probably would have helped to know each other a little bit better before you went into this and um, then he kind of goes oh he's dead like i know that the barista told me he's dead mm-hmm. he's been slaughtered there's like it's fine yeah surprise uh he's not it's dead not. he's in like monster prison and he's gonna escape like fucking two hours later um i this made me really dislike the barista because if the person is still alive out there you need to tell the victim because as long as they're alive there's even a tiny 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 bit possibility of a possibility that they're gonna escape and he's like in this you know whatever high security monster prison but like there's never any explanation about how he got out how he got out right at that perfect timing like it, there's nothing I, it doesn't tell the sense. tell the victim of rape that their rapist is still out there mm-hmm. even if they're in jail yeah you gotta yeah. tell them you should that's um, not great because then what if what if they escape and then the victim is just like walking around and doesn't know any better not ever gonna be a thing and then yep, yeah that's that's yeah. why you tell people like yeah, this you should you know this is why in 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 the legal in in a lot of legal systems i don't know that all of them but a lot of legal systems if the person who's you know attacked you attacked your family or like raped you comes out of prison you get notified oh yeah you you are aware of that (laughs) happens for sure yeah yeah anyways that's just Um, like neither no i know it was fucking ridiculous but I, okay, I just, so I did want to. Very jarring this part. Yeah. It, it's yeah. very it hard to. It came out of nowhere, and then you're just like, Jesus Christ, what? Like, uh, yeah, I didn't, what? I didn't like it. I, you know, mixing up like a very traumatic story with 
very intense borderline violent sex. Oh. Not my cup of tea, but no. I, if it exists, I'm sure some people are into it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. however you want to deal with things. Sure. Feel free to. Um, All right, cool. I did want to highlight this one. <laughs> I keep, no, I just, I feel like I have to like put a lot of disclaimers sure. <laughs> about the book of like, I, I'm not king shaming. I'm not saying, no. oh, you shouldn't read this or this is wrong or something like that. I'm I'm trying to explain, I guess, from my point of view, why this made me uncomfortable. But I think this is exactly the point as to why this specific book is not for me. And we've seen with the Monster Smart that we've read that both you and I have preferences that are mm-hmm. also different from each other. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, but, you know, we can't just like knock our book after Yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Um, no and no shade and I have her I this just wasn't for me I I'll definitely read another of her creature cafe books and see you know if that story is more for me because I didn't think the writing was super bad aside from the info dumping that bothered me but um I did want to highlight this one quote because I did think it was funny sorry I'm drinking coke so now I have to burp every every couple of minutes (laughs) um (laughs) my coke is gone now so it's fine um so he, he info dumps all about his like horrible trauma that happened with a vampire. And then he says, it wasn't good to cry on the first date, but here I was. I think you're well past what's good to do on a first date, Peter. Like, I think you have, I think five minutes in you barreled past what's normal for a first and date. Dante so... basically just told you, you belong to me forever. You know, you're my rules mate. For a first I'm in date love with you. Whatever. Out the yes. Window. Yeah. So dante goes downstairs and is like i need to talk to the barista because i'm i'm i want to make sure that this fucking vampire is dead right and what's his name peter is sleeping so he goes down and yeah no go ahead no 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 after that's after oh i'll go back to it so he goes down and his roommates are making soup and they're arguing over how much ghost pepper sauce is in it uh and dante tries it and he's like what's in this and they say goat blood pig brain witch warts some drops of hellfire a few sprigs of rosemary bone broth tomatoes roasted garlic black pepper and ghost pepper sauce now is that part of the diet for all monsters or is this specifically for i think rum is the one making it who's like half minotaur what (laughs) i feel like that was meant to be a joke but it just ended up being very confusing yeah i think it was meant to be kind of it's probably meant to be kind of uh Mm -hmm. monster cuisine is i suppose so i suppose (laughs) so so uh he peter comes back down and is oh the barista tells dante he's not actually dead he's in this prison or whatever doesn't he or does he say don't worry about it i took care of it yeah, I think so. I, I think yeah, he's just, just basically says, like, saying, I'm never going to tell you where the prison is. He's never getting out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that worked out well. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Peter wakes up and... Dante and has like, a PTSD crisis, basically. Because yes. he, yes. he, he screams, he's like, let me go. And then Dante is like holding him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm sorry, but I will not tolerate you yelling at me. And I will not tolerate you trying to run from me. Um, Peter's having a PTSD yeah. panic attack. He's having a real hard time right now. You absolute piece of shit. Yes. 
And he makes Let a call like four times. And then I wrote down this quote, uh, I came again, spurting all over the blanket beneath us. You little slut. He hissed, pulling me back. He pulled my body and then his, uh, he pulled my body and then his tail shoved my face into the cum on the blankets. Lick it up, he demanded. Clean my fucking blanket, pet. Rude. You made him do that. <laughs> no, I get it. That's a kink thing. But I was just like, if, to me, I was like, oh, that's rude. Yeah, I just, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that bothered me and that, like, you know, that kink part, part, I was like, okay, you know, it's a kink, I don't get it, but he's like, the vampire that raped him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him for hurting what's mine. I was like, so are you angry because he hurt Peter or because you think Peter belongs to you? Yeah, it really feels more like I owned Peter and he touched something that's mine. And the barista is kind of like, you can't go around murdering people. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess <laughs> I guess we have to protect murderous rapists. I guess so. He's in prison, um, so don't worry about it. I don't. And then, so Dante makes him come like four times. And there was like, I wrote down this quote because it did make me laugh. Another cry broke me. Uh, and with that one last thrust, I emptied myself into his mouth. He took every last drop, drinking me. Could there possibly be anything left at this point? Like, you are a human man who has just come four times. Like, you're just, it's just, like, dust coming out at this point. (laughs) Like, what? There's nothing left in there. (laughs) Uh, No, that's just when you're 60, the dust. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. And then he sucks Dante's cock, I think. And he says it tasted really good, unlike anything I've ever had before, but then didn't describe what it tasted like. And I was like, well, that's, now I want to know, like, what does it taste like? I don't know, you know, like, fix are fine, but have you ever had a burrito? That's what I'm saying, like, cum doesn't taste that good. Like, (laughs) I don't, I hate the taste of it, like bleach, but like, if it does taste like nothing (laughs) you've ever had, I I stand by it. Uh, But what did it taste like? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then ugh, Dante like lays down with him and he's like I love you I know I do this feeling I've never felt it before I love you Peter like you're just high from the sex yeah you're just high from having sex like but what? also Peter has just spent the last 10 minutes saying please don't make me come please I am fucking begging you don't do this like okay, I, I guess he didn't use a safe word if they agreed on the safe word yeah I um, suppose so However, like, again, like, the guy that you're having sex with just admitted to having had, uh, uh, having been raped, mm-hmm. um, doesn't use the safe word, but seems kind of upset, and your first thought is, I'm going to tell him I love him, instead mm-hmm. of just saying, hey, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> yes. Checking in. <laughs> what is up? <laughs> yeah. So was that uh, a fake stop or was that like a real stop? <laughs> we need to know. Right. It's just on so... a scale of one to ten. How likely are you to want to fuck me again? <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. Peter does not seem like at every turn he's he's kind of like stop, 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 and then Dante doesn't, and then he's like, oh, but I liked it, but it's like. that's sketchy you know my feelings about the idea of like not liking the sex but then liking it despite yourself yeah 
I don't love it being used. I'm not into it. Um, but yes, yeah, so basically Peter finally runs away. Yeah, it's the I love you that scares yes. him, not the torture. <laughs> so, you know, good good for you, Peter. Um he's like, I gotta I hope go you're home calling your situation. therapist on the way home. Also, how does he get home? I don't know. He must have called Dante, him, called him really, Dante drives him to like the middle of fucking nowhere yeah. to a Victorian mansion. Mm-hmm. And then Peter goes to the I hope he got an Uber. What, what he if he didn't get an Uber? Uber. Yeah, but then, no, no. If he got an Uber, that means he must have been waiting for like 20 minutes. Just outside least, on the... Outside. Yeah. And you're going to tell me that maybe the roommates wouldn't have done they anything. Did, but Dante wouldn't have wake, woken up at some point and thought... Yeah, I thought that was pretty unbelievable because Dante seems like pretty like omnipresent throughout the whole thing. Like he kind of knows what's happening and where... I'm just imagining Peter lot. standing on the curb outside just like... Yeah. <laughs> I and zero getting here. Up. But the roommates did see him. They were just like, we we didn't think anything of it. He was just going home. Like, why would Yeah, because they they home? are, you know, they seem to be pretty rational people as opposed to Dante. Yeah, much more rational than Dante, that's for sure. Um, but so basically Dante wakes up in the middle of the night, Peter's gone. Or early and then he gets up. a call. Yeah, he has a text from Which um, again, this is like barista. Maybe a couple hours after he's been on the phone with yeah. the barista telling him the vampire will never get out. Don't worry about it. Surprise! Uh, the vampire's out. I just got word. <laughs> oh, and then we cut to... And the barista is angry, being like, you should have told me that Peter was, like, out and about. You what? said the vampire <laughs> Like, what? And, like, how... Why? Why, why would he tell you? Supposed to be walking around on his own, like right? He's they. How him secure like a is your prison that you feel like the victim should be watched? 24/7? Right, it's not a very secure prison, is it? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> then we go to Peter, and he is in like a warehouse or whatever. The vampire Vlad has captured him. <laughs> Vlad, which I thought was funny, yes. But so he starts thinking, all he had said was that he loved me. I had panicked and run away from what I had been craving my entire life. It was so incredibly stupid. I was just like, it's not stupid, though, Peter. Like, you did the right thing. You... This this was a trauma response. The plot is stupid. What you did is not stupid. (laughs) But however, on the Vlad thing, he did take the name on purpose because he wanted to be like... Yes. Vlad the Impaler, I'm guessing. Yes. And so he, he apparently had the reputation of baiting humans, raping them, killing them. Mm-hmm. And Peter was the last victim, but he was the only one who survived. Right. And Peter doesn't know any of it. Yes. Which, will someone fucking communicate with Peter? Jesus. I know! Christ! They, they treat him like he is not, like, a sentient being. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... But at one point while they're in the warehouse, I, this kind of made me laugh because I was like, this is just so stupid. But Vlad says, you're still mine. He said darkly, his eyes shifting up to meet my own. You never stopped being mine. How dare you fucking cheat on me like this? You <laughs> thought he was dead. You what? You, you left him for dead. He's cheating on you? What? And then they fight, obviously. So like the dragon guy, which I forget what his name is. There's rum and then what's the dragons guys, Drac Dracon maybe Dracon or something like that. Anyway, he picks up 
uh peter's scent and they they find him and then a, a frankly cartoonish fight breaks out between dante and vlad i was like i, I yeah. don't dante surprisingly <laughs> like he spent the entire time looking for peter being like i'm gonna murder him i'm gonna yeah. hurt him so bad and then yeah. he kind of just like punches him a little grubs peter leaves and lets his roommates kind of like finish up yeah finish up the job it's like i I thought you wanted to hurt this motherfucker yeah yeah do it right (laughs) one thing that i would have liked in this book is to have like the torture of a rapist like that would have been like actually die horribly yes but even the things that did happen just seemed silly like this is the one where i was like it just feels cartoonish he ripped out dante's flesh but he just laughed dante's hand darted out and ripped off vlad's jaw just like so ripped off his jaw so Incubus is... Incubus is... And Incubus is Incubi. the Vampire, I guess? I guess. I don't know. It was it was very weird to me. So basically, he... Dante gets Peter and drives him back to his house. And uh, essentially, he's just like, go hide somewhere in the house. I'm going to go find you. Which, like... I think sexy hide and seek could be fun, but I don't. But think maybe this is not the after for the kidnapping and right. a near rape. I think you need to take care of him. If this is really how your relationship, like you're going to be forever, you need to take care of this person. Like, and you're not. You're making so, a but they'll enjoy the it. kinky sex, right? You know? Right. I, ugh, and no, and but that's not even. <laughs> because right after he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a piercing. Oh my god, I had such a problem with this. <laughs> I like you just yeah. got kidnapped, almost raped. I just chased you and fucked you, and now I'm gonna pierce a hole in your dick to put a silver ring in it. Fucked him with no lube, never lube. Thirteen inch dick with ridges, no lube. This is a rape victim. Like, what do we? Ah, you are awful, Dante. Like, and there's a really. Mean? quite detailed uh description of how he pierces the foreskin yes douses a cun bowl of alcohol on the cock diy dick and he does that while he's so hard he's so hard while he's hard and he barely he doesn't even blood the blood it's the amount of blood that was spread out if you're piercing a cock what you diy piercing your genitals is like you know, it's a recipe for ending up in the ER. Like, it's, oh god. Guys can rip the skin of the penis during sex sometimes, yeah. if, if you're doing it in the wrong position or something like that. And from what I've heard from guy friends, it bleeds like a motherfucker. There's a lot of, like, veins and shit going on down there. Yeah. Oh, the blood is in there! <laughs> your blood is all rushing to your dick! <laughs> I just, look, you, you can pierce anything you want, but, like, do not talk to me about genital piercings. I, it doesn't feel worth it. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The infection, the risk, the whole like, if your zipper that, gets caught in it. If you're going to do it, at least do it with a professional. Let a professional <laughs> do it when your dick isn't hard. not during sex. And not like during sex. alcohol on like an open, torn foreskin. Oh, also, you know Dante isn't going to leave him alone to let him heal for a few days. You know he's going to go, and that is going to be so painful. Oh, God. I yeah, I really, really hated that. And then they basically just, like, get all lovey. Um, yeah, <laughs> but it just kind of, like, cuts 
from well, the kinky it... sex to the happy ending. Yes. And I was like, did I read what? like an, the ending to a different book? Because the vibe was so different. The vibe changed completely. Yes, it, it turned into a rom-com at the end. But basically, they're laying in bed and uh, Dante says, we'd also be able to have children. Oh, he tells him he's going to make him immortal. And then he says, we'd also be able to have children, although we don't have to right away, of course. That's what forever is for. Like, I need you to explain exactly how it's possible for you two to have children um i need the mechanics of that please and is that baby alien v predators going to be an incubus well that's the only possible option right i mean like there's no uterus for a baby to grow in and then you know a cervix to come out of unless it's up his ass like the sea monsters mate like how does this work i need to know also Mm-hmm. I'll never stop saying it, but um, from a child-free woman, mm-hmm. can we stop having babies at the end? Yeah, it's not one of my favorite, and I know there's like a lot of mixed opinions on it, but it's not my favorite way to end a book. It just seems always like really thrown in there at the last minute. For no I, I guess you know I understand why people like it. I if yeah. it's there, it's not going to ruin the whole book for me mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But if it's never discussed during the book, or it's not like a biggish plot point, like we've seen and we've discussed uh, Court of Still a Flame before, mm-hmm. where uh, terrible it was terribly done, but yeah, it's yeah, part yeah. of the plot. Um, and, and I've talked to people who said that for themselves, like even women who uh, can't have kids and stuff like that, they're like, there's a wish fulfillment and stuff like that. Sure. Um, which not all women who have fertility issues feel the same way. Um, but I don't have fertility issues. I just don't want kids. So I have PCOS, uh, but I also do not want kids, (laughs) but (laughs) um, I don't like the idea that, you know, to have a happy ending, you need to have a kid. But, you know, well, it's fine. Do, so. I'm Whatever. a broken record on this <laughs> at this point. So, we'll do a full episode of me ranting about, like, <laughs> babies. Oh, God. Yeah, that would get us into trouble, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Would anyone be angry know, at us honestly. doing, like, a whole po- episode on, like, babies suck? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. So basically the epilogue is they go to the, they meet at the coffee shop and Peter is pregnant. So they start ordering. Peter says, a bloody anno and a decaf latte. I said, beaming at her. (laughs) Decaf, she asked, raising an eyebrow. I slowly leaned back and her eyes fell down to the small bump forming on my abdomen. Oh my God, she cried happily. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you two. I have to go tell him. Why would you assume that decaf means pregnant? Right, maybe he just doesn't want cat. Why are you questioning his coffee order? <laughs> you, you are a waitress. <laughs> also, if you're a human, like in a human world, like does that mean that they're glamoring the bump away? I guess so. Because how's he going to go through life just like fully pregnant? Also, again, I mean, no, but bump to be fair, how is he going to birth that baby? Men can be pregnant yes sure mm-hmm. if if you were assigned female at birth and you transitioned if you, are trans- you can be uh, pregnant yes transgender mm-hmm. yeah trans man yes but he is not a trans man no so how's he gonna birth this child we've had that discussion before <laughs> um out of all the things that we've read in the book that's 
that's the part like not the incubus the vampire prison immortal things you're just like but how's the pregnancy working biologically yeah <laughs> yes. always, i love how you always pick <laughs> very tiny things and you're like this is gonna be this my is issue what I'm fixating on. <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah that's it yeah that's the fucking book man uh didn't love it not a it favorite wasn't for me no um i do tend to get like really into the B- bdsm stuff i like it but i didn't think this was super well done in terms of that community um and- i can't judge i don't have enough I, I can't give an opinion i don't have enough of an sure understanding i guess of how the rules work yeah and i just didn't feel like these two had any chemistry at all like sexually or emotionally i didn't feel like i think some things could have been left out the the romance maybe soulmates things yeah you could have just if you had taken that out and just yeah they just want to have sex right but they have no connection romantically it doesn't make sense for them to be like mates you know yeah it it just it it felt like some a lot of like the story wanted to have a lot of tropes yeah. Uh, but it didn't necessarily need to have all of them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it it was, look, it was never done in a distasteful way, I guess, yeah. is what I would say. Yeah. It skirts the limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like blatantly yeah. ignorant. Sure. Because we've had that. We've had some books yeah. where you're like, you do not know enough of this shit no. to like, yeah, exactly. be writing the storyline right yeah it was it was whatever this one wasn't for me but i'd read more of the creature cafe just to see you know what else she can do i also think this is probably like her first book and i know she has a whole bunch more now so you know people grow as writers um absolutely well we've seen that with katie robert right we didn't like dragon bride but yet we like neon gods oh yeah not everything from every author is you know for you and that's fine you ready to play Smash or Pass? Yep. All right. Dante. No. <laughs> I would have said, because he seems like he's really good. Yes. But I'm fragile. If we <laughs> and could... I would break. <laughs> if we could talk about things beforehand, then probably, yeah, I'd smash. But like. The way he was so intense, though, I feel like he's he not someone that I would want to have a conversation with. True. Yeah, I don't know. I'm on the fence about Dante, honestly. I don't know. How about, about Peter, though? No. I just... <sighs> I feel like he needs to do some healing. Yeah, he needs a little time on his own, I think, to, to work through some things. However, the dragon roommate... I was gonna say, there's Rum, which is the Minotaur one, which I thought... He only had, like, a, a, a little bit, but I thought, like, maybe, yeah. I, I might. Oh, both roommates. Those both like... roommates, Dracon and They Rama. seem chill. I was, I was intrigued. I think... Draken is the next book, so yeah. I'll be interested to see. Uh, what about the barista? Nope. I don't know enough about him yet. Did not disclose that the vampire was still alive. Mm, Did not true. disclose to Dante that his date had been sexually assaulted, which, I mean, sure, it's Peter's place to, to say it when yeah. he feels ready. Right. But... 
there are ways of being like, hey, just mm-hmm. be nice to Peter. Yeah. Um, I, I I was I was bothered by those two. Uh, I'm gonna withhold my final judgment on the barista until we read more because he just wasn't yeah. in it enough. But we'll see. Um, and I think that's basically it, except for like Vlad, I guess. No um, one's fucking Vlad. Nobody is smashing Vlad. Get the fuck out of here, you monster. Um, actual monster, not you know, sexy monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some Goodreads reviews. Um, there were some pretty funny ones of this, so I have uh, a few. Let's see. Toby gave this a two-star review and said, I'm not really sure on how I want to review this. This book was recommended to me because monsters, sex, and BDSM, which is my gravitational pull when it comes to erotica. On one hand, I can understand what the author was trying to do, but on the other hand, I think it was executed badly. This book was hyped up to me, which put my expectations on high. I was expecting intense, descriptive monster fucking, and what I really got was rushed, almost bland sex. Yes, I'm using bland because I felt no spice while reading. I don't want to use the word boring because it wasn't boring, but it's the only word I can think of that can explain my feelings for this. I did not like it. Props to the author for writing something different and for trying to give us freaks some content to quench our thirst. I like that one because I I get what he's saying. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a spark. It was sexual, but it, there was no spark happening in the sex scenes. It was, yeah. Yeah, I agree. This is, a, this is a two-star review from Lars, who just said, Dante ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, agreed. Okay, this is a four-star review from Erica, who said, literally have no idea how to rate this book because it's like nothing I've ever read. God bless. That's it. I'm with you on that one. (laughs) This is a uh, a three-star review from Natalia, who said, this book made me realize how much of a vanilla person I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Not necessarily true, but yeah. Uh, A two-star review from Ashton said, I'm sorry, but Dante was annoying as fuck. Uh, They were both annoying. Um, And (laughs) a three-star review from Becky said, well, I certainly wasn't expecting that ending. Uh, No, I don't think any of us (laughs) expected that ending. Yeah, that was that was very um peculiar. Yeah. Um I have a one star review from Felipe here. DNF at ninety percent. Yes, really. I could not be honest. <laughs> I was so excited about the concept too, Sai. Also, what the fuck has this author <laughs> what the fuck? Has this author never heard of lube? Yeesh. It's hard to find a scene enjoy it's hard to enjoy a scene when all you think of is fissures and tearing. Yeah, I thought about that yeah. too, buddy. Um, Vicious But Romantic gave this a five-star review and said they made hide-and-seek scorching hot. Disagree? Uh, I I do like the concept of sexy hide-and-seek, but they did not make it hot in this book. Uh, And then one last review from Suzanne, who did not give this a star uh, rating, said, the writing is really not great, but it's short and filled with a bingo, and filled a bingo square? Question mark. I think this belongs under the umbrella of erotica and not erotic romance. There's a happy ever after, literally forever they're immortal, but it's like one day of insta-lust and trauma. Yep. 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 <laughs> you want to go over the bingo card? Sure. Okay. Right. I feel like we might have a bingo on this one. Uh, we're not gonna have folds oh no folds yeah all right so the first piece of the bingo i think we have to eliminate which is folds 
Mm-hmm. We did not have folds. We do have made like an adult toy. Absolutely. It vibrates the tail and the dick. It has ridges as well. It has ridges. For his we do pleasure. have leaking penis at some point. A little bit, but pre-cum. it was like, it was normal pre-cum. It wasn't like I still know. count it as part of the Alright, All right, fair. Fair enough. Weird spunk. Uh, he said it tasted like nothing he's ever tasted before, but I think aside from that, it's normal. All right, so we're not counting it. Yeah. Um, we're not gonna have female juices either. Not in this one. <laughs> I, I think I think I need to make alternate <laughs> for those two. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, like female juices slash, uh, I don't know, dick piercing. <laughs> This is the first one that's ever happened, so <laughs> probably not, but... I don't think those are equivalent it at all. It just came to my mind, that's all. Uh, mating bond, yes. Mating bond, yep. Tail play, yes. Play. Mm-hmm. Breeding. Breeding, yeah. Technically, there was breeding, yeah. Um, Do we have monster cock and poly pocket lady bits? Did I make mm. this very heterocentric? I do apologize for it. <laughs> um... Uh, no. We have monster dick, but his uh, his asshole is able to accom- accommodate. Claws inside? He he used claws. Yeah, he used claws. I think he cuts his dick with his claws. Okay, great. Uh, we're at six. Do we have a weird pet name? Yes, because he, call him, he calls, calls him pet. pet. Yeah. Uh, random third wheel for exposition. Yes. Who's the random third wheel? Oh, just like the uh, The barista and the roommate. And the barista. Okay. We don't have milking. No milking. Running away for fun. Running away for fun, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, smelling arousal. We do have that, I think. Do we? Is it smelling? He definitely senses his arousal. I, I think we can give that it one. It counts. It's close enough, yeah. Uh, we are at 10. <laughs> do we have <laughs> filling? Does he fill him with his cum? Um, he does, I think. Butt stuff? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, muzzle or in human mouth? No. Uh, small but feisty? No, they're both really, really tall. Yeah, they're both big. Uh, do we have red flags? Yeah, 1,000 <laughs> red flags! <laughs> A million red flags! <laughs> uh, do we have pet or monster? Oh, no, I don't think so. There is a pet, but it's an actual pet. It's a dog. We didn't mention uh, that. Do we have... A repair bomb painkillers or damage control no because dante doesn't he, we, we should but he, he doesn't no <laughs> random romantic speech technically we do yes i think so because he just comes out of nowhere to tell him that he loves him after and we have a cartoon villain so we, we have 15 on the bingo card did we get bingo did we get more than one bingo how does bingo work, actually? <laughs> you need to have all of them. You know, you need to just have five in a row. So, like, up and down, side to side, or diagonal. Have you never played bingo? <laughs> no. <laughs> Honestly, bingo is very Probably, fun. like, 20 years ago. Uh, it's, it's My grandmother was obsessed uh, with it. She had all her own daughters. I don't know that we technically have a bingo, because every time, oh. one way or another, we have one off. Let me pull it up. I'm not really good at this, am I? You're fine. <laughs> I just want to know if we have bingo or not. Okay. Um, no, I think you might be right. We have we we checked a lot of boxes off, but I don't think we actually get bingo on this one. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> we oh, still I'm... remake the bingo. Close enough. <laughs> we'll we'll update it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do an update to it. But um, all right. That's it for this week. Uh, check the Instagram page on Thursday or Friday to hear what we're going to going to be doing next week. We're not um announcing it on the podcast in case we have to shuffle things around. But yeah, you can follow us on social media. I am on Instagram at Goodreads underscore reviews. Claire is on Instagram at Claire's Reviews. And the show is on Instagram at The Monster Smash Pod. Uh, follow us. That's what we use mostly. Um, so if you are looking for... Almost exclusively. Updates, yeah, almost pretty much exclusively. So if you're looking for... We use the email as well. <laughs> we do. We do, for sure. Um, if you're looking for like updates or whatever we also just post a lot of like memes and dumb shit so um follow us on uh the monster smash and we are as always still technically on twitter (laughs) at smosh under smosh i do that every time at smash underscore pod um and you can email the show at the monster smash pod at gmail.com if you have you know questions comments uh or recommendations for us whatever you want um, that's the email and if you like the show if you could subscribe and you know give us a five star rating a five star review on apple pods that helps us a lot in getting to new listeners all right all you monster fuckers that's it for this week we'll see you next week bye bye